And Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 21 is a familiar text for some of you all and I want to read that today. We'll read it together. I'm reading from the King James Version uh, of the Bible, Philippians chapter 1. And when you get a chance, read all of Philippians. It's a great letter Paul writes to the church at Philippi. It's a reciprocal. It's not only for them, but it's for us. Uh, the theme of Philippians is joy. Amen. 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 Let's read verse one verse. Amen. Philippians chapter one and verse number 21. Let's read it out loud together. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. One more time. Let's read it again. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. One more time for the Holy Spirit. All right. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I just want to briefly tag this text. I want to talk from a win-win situation. Amen. Amen. A win-win situation. Amen. Amen. Win-win. If, if we are going to thrive and not just survive, because to me, as I told you on last Sunday, the word survive carries with it a negative connotation. If we are going to thrive, not just survive, we have to understand that regardless of the situation we are in, we are already winners. And let's say that again. If we are going to thrive rather than just survive. Got a lot of folks just surviving. Amen. And they, they just trying to keep their head above water. And they hope and pray nobody make any waves. But if we're going to thrive, we have to understand that regardless of the situation that we are in, we are winners. The late Vince Lombardi used to say winners never quit and quitters never win. He also said that winning is not everything. It is the only thing. And, that, uh, and that's what drew me uh, to the Christian faith. Uh, excuse me for being personal, but that what drew me to the Christian religion. I use religion in a pejorative sense. Uh, when I was lost, I, I, I was studying all kinds of religions, Hinduism, Buddhism, the Muslim religion, uh, Zoroastrianism, Taoism, all that. But the Christian religion was the only religion that emphasized victory. Let me say that again. The Christian religion is the only religion that emphasizes victory. 
Now, now for you all who are non-athletes, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. But if you've ever been an athlete, you know every athlete wants to win. I mean, that's, that's the driving force, man. Any, any athlete, man, amen. I want to win uh, at every, any cost, man, any cost. It's still now, the only thing I can play now is a good game of Uno, but I still want to win, doc. And they try to say, uh, <laughs> man, they try to say I'll be cheating, you know, cause just because I keep winning. They try to all pass a hiding card somewhere. But I'm not, I just want to win. Well, amen, That's, that what drew me to the Christian faith, the reality that we are winners. I told Sister McClendon the first time I met her, I may be from the country, but let me tell you what, I'm going to try to win your heart. And I started reciting my poetry then to her uh, right there. Without your love, nothing could be without your love. Amen. I'm a winner. See, well, bless his name. Amen. Amen. That what drew me to the Christian faith. Amen. Regardless of what situation you are in, every believer will win us. Amen. Well, well, bless the Lord. Amen. A lot of us have been beat down so much by life. That for the most part, we've just given up. A lot of folks just going through the motion. Really, you, you, you. Cause see, a winning, you got to have a winning attitude. And Chuck Swindoll said, a positive attitude we choose to express. So, in order to be a winner, you got to have a winning attitude. Because your attitude impacts your altitude. See, you're not going high if you got a negative attitude, you know. Two men stood behind bars. One saw mud, the other one saw stars because one was looking up and the one the other one looking down because you got to have an a attitude that's a positive attitude. Amen. That's why some folk, I couldn't stay married to a minute. Now gone. That's why some folk don't like to be around. God bless you. Good to see you. Hang in there. Feed the fish. Bye. Because I don't like to be around. <laughs> it'll rub off on you amen you get to hang around negative folk that always see the glass half full pretty soon you'll be negative instead of singing every praise you'll be singing B.B. King baby gone and left me all that kind of we are winners see when you understand that our attitude it is a matter of attitude that stem from confidence in God now watch this you got to get this the belief that he is at work that he is in full control and that he is in the midst of whatever has happened is happening a will happen for the child of God. I told y'all we are in a win-win situation. Two little boys came down Christmas morning, saw a pile of horse manure under the tree. One little boy stormed out mad. The other little boy said, give me a shovel. I said, with all this horse manure, there got to be a pony here somewhere. Amen. It's all about your attitude, man. You know, and that's what Paul was trying to get over to us and to the Philippian church. Paul was in a Roman jail awaiting execution at Nero's chopping block. 
yet the whole book of Philippians, he talk about joy and rejoicing. We, 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 it's a positive attitude. Chuck Swindoll, let me say it again. Joy is a positive attitude we choose to express. So whatever situation, amen, we need to have the joy of the Lord. Nehemiah 8 and 10 said, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Psalms 35 says, for weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalm 51, 12, restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Yeah, every believer need to understand that regardless of your particular paradigm, you are in a win-win situation. I don't have time this morning to go around, pass the mic, let y'all name it. I'll let you name it. Amen. And whatever you name, you got to say at the end, I'm a winner. See? Got all kinds of plethora of people in all different kinds of situations here. Some uh, death, some sickness, some divorce, whatever it is, some abuse, whatever it might be. At the end, if you're a believer, you got to say, but yet, I'm still a winner. <laughs> Well, bless his name. I discovered some folk want to stay in the dungeon. That's you. If you want to be there, hang out. But as a believer, I'm a winner. <laughs> I mean, right here in the text, I'm a winner. I don't care what you throw at a believer. We just step on it. Keep on stepping high. Amen. Because we understand we are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory because he lives. Win, win, baby. This is going to be our sign right here. Just... Amen. Some of y'all see some of y'all looking at the wrong thing. Need be looking at Jesus. See, you know, I'm a winner. Well, bless his name. I don't care where I was. I'm a winner. My mama told me that. Say you somebody special. I am, boy. And you can do anything you said. You what? Amen. So if I hit on a girl, she said no. I didn't quit. I went to the next girl. <laughs> Amen. Somebody say, I'm a winner. See, you start your business, so what if it fails? Don't give up, start another one. See, if your application is rejected, don't stop filling out, fill out another one. You a winner. Right here in the text, y'all. Amen, man. Amen. Win, win. Black folk, it's black history money. A lot of black folk all get the memo, we are winners. Yeah, we had it tough. Yeah, it's been rough. Yeah, it still can be dicey. But as a believer, I am a winner. Well, bless his name. You ain't got to say, man, I already done preached this. I'm a winner. Amen. I've been living a winning life home ever since I've been saved. For sure, I'm a winner. Tell your neighbor, you single women and single men, don't get hooked up with these losers. They'll pull you down, see. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. Winner, winner, winner. Let me get back to my sir. I just started singing this. I'm a winner. Oh, oh, oh. Winner! Anybody want to yell with me? Winner! You see, every year the NFL, the NBA, the Major League, the team, they got to play to find out who's going to win. That's why today the Super Bowl with the Eagles and the Patriots, they're trying to figure out who's going to be the winner. But every believer, we already know who our winner is. And our winner is Jesus. And we ain't got to play. He is the leader and he's the leader of our life. And I'm a winner. Reverend, you don't know my background. I don't have to know your background. 
you don't know my background. But my mama taught me it's not where you're from, it's where you're headed. It's not who you know, but what you know. It's not how much you got, it's what you got in your heart. You can be a winner too, see. And our black folk understood that if any generation should have been singing gangster rap, it was my mother's generation who had the boot of racism on their neck. But they never did. They never complained. They went to church and they kept singing, I know the Lord will make a way somehow because they understood they were winners. Two things here. First of all, how can I be a winner, Reverend? First of all, right here in this text, two things. First of all, you have to surrender to Christ. Somebody say surrender. See, uh, see, life has nothing to do with your stuff. Life has nothing to do with your age. Life has everything to do with your Christ. And, and in order, you have to surrender to Christ. Paul had been saved. Paul had been saved on the Damascus road. In Acts chapter 9, verses 1 through 16, Paul gives his testimony of how he met the living Savior. Paul was a persecutor of the church. You think you were bad. You think you were tough. Paul was a persecutor of the church. Paul was a killer. Paul killed Christians. But when he met Jesus on the Damascus road, his life was changed and he surrendered everything to Jesus. See, in order for him uh, to be, you got to surrender. He can't be your Lord and you holding on. You got to surrender everything to Christ. Amen. Paul, Paul had been saved. And what's wrong with some of these folk? They just need to be saved and need to surrender their lives to Christ. Jesus said uh, in Matthew 26, Jesus said, let this cup pass from it, but if not, uh, not my will, but thine will be done. Isaiah 6 and 8 said, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying unto me, who shall I send and who will go for me? Then said I, here am I, send me. You, you have to surrender to God. Some of y'all fighting. That's why you can't get inserted. Why you can't be all, because you're trying to do your own thing on, on Saturday night and try to surrender on Sunday morning. No, it won't work. It's 24-7, amen. You, you got to live a surrendered life to Christ every day of your life. You can't drink on Super Bowl and then fast on Tuesday, amen. You got to surrender everything to Christ. That's why Paul said, for me, to live is Christ. There's no life outside of Christ. That's why, that's why, that's why before we close Thursday, these footballs we're going to have represent evangelism. And we have just about 40 of them. And you pray about getting one to give to somebody to share the gospel with them. Because the unsaved, they are living a spiritually dead life. Ain't no life without Christ. Life does not start at 40. Life does not start when I get my first million dollars. Life starts with Jesus. And that's what Paul said, for me to live is Christ. Nothing outside of Christ. You can't do nothing without Christ. We tried, amen. Thank you, choir, for singing that song. I tried, you tried. Bumped my head, wasn't happy. Thought about committing suicide. Put a gun to my own head, amen. Because I was lost and without Christ, I didn't have nothing. 
That's why folk on drugs, they're trying to find some life. That's why people doing all these crazy things because they don't have any life. May have a Mercedes, but no life. May live in a mansion, but no life until you get Christ. <laughs> and when you get Christ, you can be standing in the food stamp line. You could be raised in the projects. You will have so much life that people don't understand. He said, for me to live is Christ. Got to be totally surrendered. Totally committed to Christ. Got this bad teaching going on. People trying to teach that you can live any kind of way and be saved. No, you got to be surrendered. You got to surrender everything. Everything. Somebody say everything. Your, your little jacked up attitude. Your marijuana. Your liquor. That liquor you just bought to drink today. You got to... <laughs> you got to surrender... Your little pride. That's why it's so hard for men to get saved and be, because we don't want to surrender. We want to act like we're so tough. And some of you are so empty right now. You're about to go crazy. That's why I said, uh, before I got saved 45 years ago, before I got saved, I took a gun and put it to my own head because I was so empty, yet I was so full of men, so empty that I thought about dying. Without Christ, you won't have no life. Well, bless his name. Amen. Amen. That's why some of you are so dead now. You're so hollow. And Jesus just waiting on you. If he can save Paul, who was a murderer. If he can save David, who was a murderer and an adulterer. <laughs> oh, God, today. If he can save Moses, who was a murderer, he can save your little drinking self too. But you got to surrender. Well, bless his name. This good preaching to me. Amen. Amen. You, you got to surrender. Amen. You can't hold on to it. Paul was surrendered. That's why he said for me to live is Christ. Die. It's gain. Secondly, not only the surrender to Christ, but the deliverance of Christ. For me to live is Christ. And to die is a gain. That's a paradox to the world. How in the world man can die and be again? That's why I tell y'all, if y'all get sick of folk texting you all, emailing you, Snapchat, whatever they do, beating on a tin pole, whatever, if you get sick of them, just start talking about death. Particularly black folk. We don't like to talk about and especially our death. <laughs> Well, amen. That's why a lot of black men don't have life insurance. I guess white men too. Because it's all about life insurance. You're going to be talking about me dying. See? <laughs> Say what? Say, I, they say, man, I can hook you up. Jerome, I can hook you up with uh, a million dollar life insurance, but you won't be around. Uh, say what? Say, <laughs> well, who's going to get it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, bless his name. <laughs> Amen. That's why we don't, that's why, that's why to the world it seems crazy. It's paradoxical. You mean to tell me that I can celebrate death? Paul said right here, you see, because, because, because Psalm 116, 15 says, Precious is the sight of, and the, and the sight of the Lord is the death of his saint. And, and to talk about death, Doctor called 
a man one day and said, I got some worse news, some bad news, and some worse news. The guy said, what's the bad news first? He said, well, the bad news is uh, you have 48 hours to live. The guy got mad and said, how in the world? said, that's bad. What can be worse? You just called me and said, I got 48 hours to live. What can be worse than that? The doctor said, I've been trying to contact you since yesterday. Amen. Amen. Well, bless his name. Amen. 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 To, the, to, the, to, the, to the loss. There's no gain in death. That's why the world don't understand. They'll stop trying to explain spiritual things to unsaved people. To die is the gain. What's, to, to believer. Uh, no longer is death an intimidation. To a believer, uh, death has become the transportation system from this world to the next world. To the unsaved, they are in trouble. See, to the unsaved man, you don't want to die. Man, you, you better hold on as long as you can. To the unsaved man. You, 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 right, to the unsaved man, you, you better try to eat your Wheaties and work out Take your vitamins, get your prostate checked, have your colonoscopy, see your endocrinologist, your urologist. You better try to take care of yourself because to the unsaved, death leads to destruction. Unsaved man, amen. You, you, you don't find no unsaved folk shouting about death. You don't find no unsaved people happy, I'm going to die. But to the believer, dying is gain. Yeah, the death is a schoolyard bully. Death intimidates us. Death say, give me your money. Amen. Death say, I'll hold you hostage. And a lot of folk this morning are afraid of death. But when you become a saved, you move from intimidation to celebration for death. I, I, I'm, I'm not looking to die. I'm not going to rush death. I hope the Lord let me live a longer time. I hope I live to be 90 or 100, but I know one day it's coming, amen, and you too, you hear me, you hear me preach, anytime you got the rock, two or three times to get up, amen, you know what's happening, amen, if you can go eat at Luby's and your teeth at the house, you know what's, you know what's happening, amen, if you got to take a pill to get up and a pill to lay down, you know what's happening, uh, all of us are walking through the valley of the shadows of death. Death is a great loss to the carnal man. To those who are lost, death is a great loss to the man of the world. He loses everything. He loses his earthly comforts. He loses all his hope. He loses everything. But to a believer, death is gain. I don't care how rich you are. I just did a funeral on Friday. When did one with their funeral yesterday. Amen. Haven't seen a U-Haul behind my hearse yet. Whatever you have when you die, you're going to leave it. But to the believer, death is gain. To the believer, death is the end of all weakness and misery. You see, we as believers, we go through life challenges just like everybody else. We as believers, we get sick, have to go to the doctor just like everyone else. But death to the believer is the end of all of our weaknesses and our misery. It's become a gain. 
we gain an eternal life. Now, if you want something to shout about, you ought to shout about the fact that if you save, I have eternal life. John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We gain eternal life. I don't care what the world say. I already have eternal life because I have accepted Jesus. So when you die, uh, we gain eternal life. I don't have time. We can't even comprehend eternity. It's forever and 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 forever eternal life. One writer said, uh, if an eagle took one grain of sand and moved it from the Pacific coast all the way to the Atlantic coast, one grain of sand. If he took one grain of sand and moved it from the Pacific coast all the way to the Atlantic coast, one grain of sand. He said when that eagle had moved every grain of sand from the Pacific coast and take it to the Atlantic coast and then brought it back from the Atlantic coast to the Pacific coast, he said in terms of eternity, less than a second will have passed. We have eternal life. That's why we keep preaching and trying to persuade men and women to have eternal life. And then we gain a glorious home. Jesus said, John 14, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. So to die is gain. I'm going to gain eternal life. We're going to gain a glorious home. I, I know some of y'all live in some fine home, but let me tell you, you ain't seen nothing until you see the home that God is preparing for you. I, I know you have your 60 inch and all that stuff, but you ain't seen nothing until you see the home uh, that God has prepared for you. We're going to gain eternal life. We're going to gain a glorious home. Hallelujah. So every child of God, uh, cheer up my brother. Live in the sunshine. We'll understand it better by and by. Because we are in uh, a win-win situation uh, every time uh, a football team win, uh, their fans uh, storm the field. Every time uh, a football team win, uh, their fans uh, storm the field. And whoever wins tonight, uh, if it's Philadelphia or New England, uh, that's going to be a party at the stadium. Yes, sir. They're going to be clapping and taking pictures, hugging babies, giving high fives. 
uh, there's going to be a party in the streets. There's going to be a party in their home. Going to be a party in the balls. And then there will be a parade. And that's what a child of God, every time we shout, every time we pray, we are just storming the field because we win because Jesus died we win even the goalpost represents praise yeah we are winners somebody say yeah I'm a winner I may be going through some storm but still I'm a winner and you haven't seen in all of my playing ball I never won a game and we walked off the field with our head hung down no no we won state a long time ago and and beat the basketball team from sister Taylor hometown we little boys from mine enterprise when we won state at prayer view we were still playing segregated then we had a party because we had won the state championship every child of God we are winners and you don't have to wait until the battle is over you can shout now yes sir but Reverend I'm going through that's alright go on through and shout now you got to learn how to shout in your trouble you got to learn how to praise him in spite of everything I'm gonna praise him because I know the sun will shine again somebody say yeah he will yeah he will I'm going to win. This is our sign. Victory, baby. Cheer up, my brother. Cheer up, uh, my sister. Victory. Thank you. I'm a winner. Yes, sir. I'm a winner. Yes, sir. How do you know? He died on a rugged crawl. Buried in a barred tomb. I'm a winner. Because every Sunday morning, he rolled. Well, God bless you. Give your neighbor a high five and say, you're a winner. Celebrate for me to live is Christ. The die is game. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. Thank you. The devil is a fool. The devil is defeated. He wants everybody to jump 
but the saints. <laughs> but when I think of the goodness of you and all he done for me, I'm a winner. thought he had me but he brought me out I'm a winner thank you hallelujah thank you a win win situation become your own pom pom Cause I, 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 I'm a winner. Oh, yes. I'm a winner in a win-win situation. If we live, we surrender to Christ. And if we die, and when we die, it's going to be gain. Hey, well, bless the Lord. Hey, yes, sir. Well, bless his name. Anybody want to get on the winning team?